It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Well, we've got some boys high school basketball to are here. talk about finally. As we got the season under. It's just weird for me, and I know it's just this year. But the boys starting first is still weird for me. And then I saw the Elmont score and said, well, it obviously didn't affect them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, was, it was a fun start. We saw a couple of good games in, in the first night, and it, it feels good to be back underway. Yeah, it's it's nice to know that uh, like we're, we've reached that part of the year where you're busy every night. Like mm-hmm. there, there's something going on uh, every night. You'll be at a game tonight. I got a hockey doubleheader on Thursday. Uh, another basketball game on Friday uh, is uh, is Saturday. I'm working Saturday. Yeah, you got two, right? two Saturday. You got, two got on Saturday. twelve and six. So yeah, but at the same place. Yes. So I'll probably just and, end up hanging out and watching a bunch of basketball. And it'll games. be pretty good basketball yeah. games too, because yeah, it's all the champs from the MAC from last year, and I think a couple other like two other really good teams. Yeah. But also, girls basketball is next week. So in the first segment, we're going to talk about night one of boys hoops, and then. In the last two segments, I'm going to talk about what girls basketball will likely be like this year. All right, we'll get it all going in uh, just a moment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badaxe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Gara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Gara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. 
For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with Dennis and uh, um, Brady. Um, I want to start with your game, uh, Brady, because uh, obviously we, we're we all curious about your thoughts on Crosslex, and, and obviously Marysville gave them a much better showing this year than they did last year. Well, what side do you want me to start with? Because I have a little bit to talk about with uh, both these. The game ended up 69-55. Crosslex beat Marysville. But until 10 seconds were left in the half, Marysville was up 32-31. And Crosslex hit a three right before the break. And then they went on a little run in the third and kept Marysville at an arm's length in the second half. But, Dennis, what side do you want me to go at this from first, Crosslex or Marysville? Well, uh, let's because the Pioneers have been one of the area's dominant teams since we've been doing Get Stuck on Sports. Yes, they've so. won over 80 games the last four years. And what we, what we said was coming into this year is there wasn't the heir apparent, that you had the guys that were the, the secondary players. They maybe were the third or fourth option that you knew options one or two were going away and they would slide right up. This year you didn't know. So, Dennis... I'm going to go through their leading scorers, and you tell me the first time you hear a name that was on last year's team, all right? Yeah. Leading scorer, Max Knoll, 20 points. He wasn't on last year's team because he's a freshman. Second leading scorer, 19 points for Gavin Espinoza. Not on last year's Not team. Not on last year's team. He didn't play last year. Third leading scorer, 11 points, Alondo Mendoza. He had about nine in the first 30 seconds of the third quarter. He had 11, not on last year's team. believe he was a JV player last year. Then you have to get to Cam Saunders, who had eight. I believe he was a fifth-quarter kid last year. Yes. I remember so, the name. I remember Cam playing in so, some games. Kind of, Yeah. once you get to the fourth. So this is what Croslex does. They bring in a freshman, leads the way. Gavin Espinosa comes back to playing basketball, 19 points. I think he had... Eight points within the first minute of the game. He hit two threes and a fadeaway jumper that when he took it, I go, what the hell are you? Sh- oh, good shot. <laughs> it was one like he was double team turned around fade. I'm going, what are you shooting down the middle? I go, okay, then. Yeah. Um, so it was. I was having fun with a parent last night in St. Clair during the JV game. Yeah. Because a kid took a shot and it went in. And, and we were both laughing. I said, because now he's going to take that all the time and you don't want him to. No. <laughs> but so Crosla and then Alondo Mendoza, a junior that comes up and, and was not was not heard of in the first half, third quarter. He put the run together that gave put some distance between them and Marysville. But you know he's an athlete, though, because yes. I remember him from baseball. He, was he a, had a very good baseball yes, season. Yes, he did. But, Dennis, I didn't mention Krampitz because he didn't play because he was hurt. So, Croslex did this without a starter. They hit 
Uh, let me double check here, but they, they were shooting the lights out all game long. Six, seven, eight, nine threes from Croslex. Yeah. Now, you don't want to live and die by the three because that's never been Croslex's MO. They've been able to shoot, but they haven't been reliant on it. But they, they shot the heck out of the ball last night. Uh, uh, it was three threes from Espinoza. Max Knoll had a couple. Cam Saunders had a couple. Mendoza had a couple. They were they were shooting pretty well, but they they score sixty nine points with a all new starting lineup. Pretty solid. Uh, again, two things that I always know I'm going to get from them, regardless of who's on their team. They're going to defend well, and and they do shoot. I mean, they they've always had the ability to shoot. Now let's go to Marysville because this is a markedly improved team from last year very very noticeable that you wouldn't think that they were the same kids that went out and got embarrassed by Croslex last year they are they they move the ball really well it looks like their basketball IQ has gone way up now I know coach Shunk was not happy they ended up with 19 turnovers they got they were cold shooting for a while but my argument to that is Marysville last year, if they turned it over almost 20 times and went through long stretches without hitting threes, they would have lost this game by 50 points. They were playing that bad. I think they had nine turnovers in the first quarter, and they still had a lead at the end of the first or near the end of the first half. This team's good. This team's going to win more than they lose. And it's a lot of the same kids that have just developed. Makai Radford what didn't have his A plus game, but he's what we're hoping he can be. Well and now and that he's he's hardly played for, right. for the last two years. So I mean, you have to expect a little rust the first few mm-hmm. games. And he had seventeen. Cole Horan, there were times I think last year where he felt like he had to be every single part of the offense and he suffered because of it now that he can get into a role get into a rhythm and he doesn't feel like he has to do everything he didn't play great last night but he still had 12 points you had Zach Wright uh Jake Dysinger he didn't score a lot but he's going to be a factor Anthony Fraley grew he's like 6-6 now that's something Marysville hasn't had in a long time yeah. is a true big man. Now, he still has some rust to work out. But between him and R.J. Clark, who's a very offensive big man, he yep. ended up with eight points. This is a Marysville team that, no, I'm not saying they're going to win a league title and end up winning 18 games this year. But they're going to be a team that is not just, well, if they get hot shooting, I don't know if I want to play. But, like, no, this is going to be a tough team to play. And especially as the year goes on, if this is their an average game for them, a B-minus game, their A-plus, their A game is going to be able to beat just about anyone in the area, Sands Northern. All right, Cros, uh, Croslex and Marysville, good game. I saw St. Clair. First off, the the new gym. Um, what I like best about the new gym in St. Clair, other than it's really shiny and sparkly yes. and has a cool scoreboard, um, is that it feels like the old gym. Like it minus there, there's no um, stage. Stage, but it just feel the the stands are right on top of the play. Well, they actually again. seat 
the new gym, I think, seats less than the old gym. Be- because they moved on the other side so that they could put benches in. Right. Remember how the kids used to sit on the first row? Right. Or, the or chairs they wouldn't would pull right the bleachers in front of out the, of the, the way. first uh, row. So, I mean, there's a little bit of space there so that the bleachers can come out and there's still a row of uh, benches. But um, it, it just it felt like going to a St. Clair game always feels like, and mm. that's what I liked about it. Ceiling's way, way higher. Well, that helps. That helps. Well, we got him win against Acre Bay last well, that's, year. <laughs> that's what I said. And uh, uh, Coach Shaw was there, and uh, uh, Coach Petrakowski were there, and, and everybody was kind of like, Coach Monty the... was there too, wasn't Yeah, it? Coach Monty. Uh, I didn't get to talk to Coach Monty. He was part of the, the ribbon-cutting uh, folks. Uh, down there, which it took uh, the the young lady three tries to cut the thing, but she finally got it with those big scissors. So, anyways, the, we- the, the one thing about the new gym, though, the only thing that I would say is the drawback of keeping it a smaller gym that St. Clair is going to be pretty good, and if they want to host a district or even a regional, that's going to be tough to do with that gym because if Marysville's putting in which I think they're going to do a lot more of now. Richmond wants to host every single event out there. Yeah. Their AD out in Richmond, he, he'll host every single thing he can because he knows that it can help their teams. And Armada's hosted districts. They have a nice gym. If other schools are putting in to host districts or regionals, you might be near the bottom of the list because, I mean, I saw Richmond's gym packed last year for a district final. It would be over, like they'd have to turn people away at St. Clair, and I don't think that's something the state would want to have to do. I still think it's a nice gym, and I, and I, like, oh, what, it's I still, like what they did with it. It's still a nice gym. I'm just saying that is one of the drawbacks of having the small gym is, hey, you're going to have a pretty good team this year, and probably for a few years. It does help to get a, a, a district final or a regional final in your own gym instead of having to drive an hour away. For you trivia buffs, Evan Trudeau scored the first uh, basket. <laughs> He's a saint. Finished with uh, three points. But so, so here's the thing. We're like, who's going to replace Braylon Essien? I don't know if it's going to be one guy, but they had two last night. Because in the first half, Jack Howell stood out in that spot where Essien used to stand and knocked down four threes. And then in the second half... Nesbitt went to that spot, and he knocked down three. So they made seven. They didn't put a ton up. They maybe put up 12 three-pointers. Franz didn't shoot a three last night. Well, that's not normally his game. He likes to get to the basket. Yeah, because that's what he does well to the tune of 25 points and 11 of 12 at the free throw line. And And I was actually surprised when he missed one. And you just kind of go, you're like, yeah. All right. Yeah, that that's what Braylon does. It was 16-9 Saints after one. Uh, Lance Cruz hit a miracle shot just before <laughs> the half to make it a five-point uh, game. But then the, the Saints outscored them by seven in the third, and the fourth quarter was 11-11. And St. Clair ended up winning 61-49. to They're up as many as 19 in the second half. So it really – They took care of business. There, there was a stretch there for the first – two and a half quarters where you're like, man, the Saints will get up by 10, and then all of a sudden it's back to five. They get up by 10, and it's back to five. And finally, somewhere in the middle of the third quarter, they got up by 10, and then they stretched it out to 19, and that's when they really put the game away. But it didn't really feel like they were ever 
in big trouble because Lance Cruz did not shoot well at all last night. They, they were they were like three of 300 shooting threes, and, and a lot of them didn't even make it to the basket. Uh, and the ones that did dented the rim. Um, it was one of – what they need to do is get the ball in the paint because they got a lot of guys that are good from five feet from the basket. They got a lot of length. They're, they're a little rough, and they don't really have a go-to guy. And it took St. Clair a minute to, to figure out, like, Jaden Brown. Jaden Brown is tall. He probably only weighs about 27 pounds, but he's tall and he's lanky, and he he had the Saints, when he didn't block shots, he had them altering their, their shots. But finally they're just like, you know, we go to the basket. Let's just go to the basket, and they started having success. So nice win for St. Clair. They get off on the right foot. I think St. Clair might be in that category of – Runner-up to the throne of Northern right now uh, early on, and I like this performance. This is exactly what you're looking for. Uh, anything else on this one? Well, I just, yeah, I think they're they're solid. You know, I think they've got some depth there too. Um, and, and even the guys that don't score, they, they defend. And they have and, the role. And, and they rebound, and they, they know what they're doing, and, and they don't hurt your team. All right, Port Huron went to Romeo. They lost 58-47. Garrett James had 16. Javon Foy had 8. And I don't know. I think we said this in the preview that we almost have a little bit of a transition uh, grace period for Port Huron where they have to find someone to figure out how they're going to work into this offense, who's going to step up to the roles, so that the first three, four games, they play some tough teams. If they're not playing their best, best basketball, we're not going to hit the panic button until maybe we get to the new year, and if they've only won two games at that point, then we might freak out. But an 11-point loss at Romeo doesn't make me throw up a red flag. No, and, and Trayvon Thompson had eight points, too, mm-hmm. and Jackson Rowe had uh, six. So those are kind of the, the guys we talked about who would have to be good for them right. this year. And, yeah, I, I actually like this. I like that they went to Romeo. They're, they're playing a, a tough opponent to start the season on the road, and, I, and I, this sounds like it's a decent showing. Yeah, and I guess we'll be able to – get a better feel about this Saturday because you'll get to see them take on a good center line team. Yeah. So And remember it took the Red Hawks about yeah, a month to get going one last year. last year and they got bombed in the showcase by Genesee Christian and you're going, "Uh-oh." And then and then then they figured it out. Yeah. Um let's go to well not one more max score south it was uh Lakeshore 66 Marine City 44. Yeah, it was and Marine City, we, we want to see who's doing a lot of the scoring. We know Liam Adams is a good player for them. Hand is a guy that I think is going to have more of a role. But it's uh, a tough start for Marine City. Algonac lost to Mount Clemens 58-36. Uh, Kingston beat Armada 42-40. to So Armada trying to replace a lot of seniors takes a loss. But some wins in the BWAC as well, and I want to start with what I feel like's the most impressive one is MLA City beating Ecorse fifty three forty seven. Yeah, uh, I I don't know a lot about Ecorse, but we think MLA City's going to be one of the top dogs. 
Yeah, you know, I, I we we've we've opened it up to at least a three team race at this point <laughs> af- after night one because because Yale didn't play, but we think Yale's going to be good. Looks like Cross Lex will be okay. Uh, yeah. And, well, last year and we think Emily City's going to be okay. Ecorse won twenty games last year, so this is a nice win. It's a really nice win. Um, I, that's a solid win for Emily City. Again, I don't know if Ecorse lost everyone or brought everyone back. So maybe Ecorse goes eleven and eleven this year, and it's just an okay win by the end. But for Emily City to start off playing a tough opponent and get a win, that's a that's a solid dub. For, for the Spartans. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned tough loss for Armada. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, Kingston's good in a lot of sports. I don't know. Girls basketball is really good. I don't right. know what the boys are like. Um, and, and Elmont, obviously, having uh, two or three football players, that didn't affect them at all. They they smoked Flint Southwestern. But 72-41. Yeah. Yeah. Elmont took care of business again. I don't know how great Flint Southwestern is, but I'm not going to begrudge Almont for getting a 30-point win right after football season ended and they weren't at 100% capacity, although I know they don't have a ton of football players on that team. Uh, I know this. If Almont is scoring 72 points a game, they're going to be tough to deal with. That is true. Uh, North Branch puts up 66 in a 40-point victory over Otisville-Lakeville. I've been kind of high on the Broncos, Um what this win tells me is I know they're not terrible. Yeah. Because Otisville Lakeville is bad and they've been bad for a while. So to bomb them by 40 tells me that you are well above their class. Have a few scores for you in this one. Logan Daughtry had 14. Eli Bickle with 12. Man, if you don't have someone inside for Eli Bickle, he's a big dude. That's going to be tough. And Ratchow had 11 as well for North Branch. So, no, I'm not going to put North Branch into that tier if they can contend for the BWAC yet, but I know they're a lot better than some bottom feeder teams. Well, the thing is, is everybody agreed that they got better the second half Mm -hmm. of last season. Like, they started to show improvement, and so their record suffered a little bit because they didn't play well the first part of the season, but they were very competitive down the stretch. Yes, they were. And the first game in the post gaden Muxlow era did not go well for Brown City. 60-41 to Dryden, who, from what I hear, is a at least a decent team. But a 19-point victory for Dryden over Brown City, and the Green Devils off to a slow start. Yeah, well, I mean, it's almost impossible to find somebody who's going to score you 25 a night. And, and Muxlow, a lot of nights, did more than that. Right. Like, that's a bad night for him. What, he, he only scored 25? Well, was he sick? Did he play with a broken leg? I mean, so that that's tough. They've lost two of the top players from our area the last two seasons. Yes. And that's, uh, again, the, the Muxlow especially, those are generational players. All right. Uh, Dennis, anything else for the first night of boys basketball? I will have Northern Utica tonight from Northern. That should be uh, an interesting uh, game, at least at the start. It'll be 0-0 in warm-ups. I, I'm excited. I think Northern's going to be I'm a lot of fun. I'm excited to see the high-flying Huskies. <laughs> All right, and uh, that one uh, gets going somewhere around 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's the one thing I hate about basketball season is, like, sometimes the games start at 
7. Sometimes they start at 7.45. It, it just it really just depends. They're at the hands of the JV and or everybody, freshmen. And everybody getting used to the new foul rules. <laughs> Second half to. of my game took forever last night. <laughs> it did not speed it up at all. First half went fine. All right. Well, let's uh, put all that behind us. We'll talk about uh, girls' hoops next. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back, and the uh, ladies will start playing next week. So it's high time we 
started to give them some props and, and figure out who we think is going to be good this year. Where are we starting this year? I mean, do you want to start to go to the same order we did for boys? Do you want to start with? Yeah, we'll, we'll start in the uh, the MAC. So you start in the red? Start in the red. Coaching yeah. change at Real PH. quick, this is just this is why it's harder for us to do, especially um, MAC girls basketball, because we have five teams in four different leagues. So we yeah. don't get the crossover where they play each other outside of St. Clair and Marine City. Sorry, just we get spoiled with the Max Silver and boys <laughs> where all our teams except Northern are in that one. Carry on. Yeah, so coaching change at uh, PH. They went 10-12 and 12 last year. That isn't awful. Um, I saw them play in the district, and uh, the, they played really tough against a good Anchor Bay team that uh, finished uh, second in the white last year and won 15 games. Um, but PH struggled in league, and, you know, the, the red is always good. Gross Point North was good. Ike was good last year. Dakota's always good. Ugh. Yes. They drive me crazy, but uh, I love the coach there. He's a great guy, and he listens to us, so I'm going to say nice things about him. Uh, <laughs> Lance Cruz North was down last year because they lost the top player in the MAC, um, and Gross Point uh, South, normally a really good uh team as well struggled last year in league so uh, North, North couldn't be beat last year they went 9-1 and one in league play that's hard to do in the red yes it is and <sighs> Portier on high last year was a I, I guess would say it was a frustrating team not because they were bad they weren't by any means it was you would see the flashes of them and go you can just if you can do this for 32 minutes You'll have some success, but they just, it felt like in when they needed to put it together against some good teams, they couldn't put it together. They'd either get off to a slow start or would go through a, a six minute lull where it would be a f 16 to two run and then it's game over. And they weren't coming back because you can't do that and come back against Dakota. You can't do that and come back against the gross point schools, et cetera. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're a different makeup because they do it with defense first. They like to slog it down. I mean, you can't get any closer than these numbers, Brady. They scored 808 points. They gave up 811. <laughs> so they were, they were almost as 500 as you could it's, be. It's right down the middle, you know, and in years past, we got to get a bucket. Where's Gilbert? Where's Tremblay? You know, they, they had kids that they could go to. Ileana Williams was good last year, and they have a, a, a few other. She missed some time too, didn't she? Yeah, she missed some time, and, and they have a, a few other kids that are are good with with the basketball, but they they didn't have that player who just could explode. Well, you're hoping um, that you can get a, a full season from Izzy Trombley. You're hoping yeah. that Deja Brown can those can be three seniors for you that really lead the way, that can make a difference. Yeah, and, and Izzy's the shooter, and I really like Brown, and, and I think and I hope that Brown will be a big factor for them this year. Get her the ball in the post, and, and she's also a good rebounder, uh, and then be tough defensively and stay out of foul trouble. Right, right. So, I mean, PH is, going, is always tough to judge because how many teams in our area could have had their record with their schedule last year? They, yeah, played, that, they did not have a lot of layups. No, that, that's the other thing about it, playing in the red. So that's three and seven outside the, the red. 
um, they were, you know, seven and five. So right. much better. And we saw them play at uh, the SC4 tournament, and they looked really good. Yeah. Like, they just, beat a good team there. It's just that. I mean, who what last year, I mean, in the red, obviously they struggled because the, the red's the red. It's re- really tough. But the, the, they got a win down at Utica, who I think ended up having a nice season. Uh, they beat, it was Farwell, who came in yeah. there undefeated and – they sent them said, no, no, this is what big girl basketball looks like. <laughs> That's basically what they did. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they would find so, some big wins in there. And the other thing they did, for the most part, that it's not the easiest thing to do, is they crushed all the teams they were supposed to crush. That when they did get a little reprieve in their schedule, they didn't mess around. They would body slam teams. So can they take that next step and, and start to win with some of the players and some of the, 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 the girls that were there last year that they just couldn't get over that hump last year? But Chris Huss has been around basketball a long time. He's had some really successful teams at SC4. I have a feeling he's going to know what, what he's doing. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting a step back from the Red Hawks. I'm no. hoping for a step up. I'm hoping for a step up from Port here on Northern as well. I think we're expecting kind of a big one from the Huskies. Well, I think it's time now because we, we, we've we given this group a couple of years. Right. Two years ago, they were freshmen, and, and you knew, all right, it's going to take a little while. Last year, they were sophomores. The, the Jade Freeman showed up, and you're going, okay, now that you can see it, and it would show up in games at times. I know last year they ended with a 7-16 and 16 record. But, but look at their stretch to end the season. In the regular season, they won three of their last four, including a win at Port Huron in a, a big, big win. And they gave Anchor Bay a hell of a fight in their district game as well. They figured it out once it, it got to about February, and I hope they can bring it into this year. No early lulls, nothing like that. I want to see this team hit the ground running. Their entire starting lineup's back. They're a team that I think can make a big improvement and maybe flip their record. Yeah, I'd like to see them increase. Give me a five-win improvement, and now you're 12-10, and and I think they can do better than that. I think they can, But give me at least that, and then then I'm really going to get excited when, when these girls are seniors. Well, they start off with a ton of home games. New Haven, Croslex, and Roseville all at home to start, and I think those are all very winnable games for them. Then they have to go to Gross Point South. That will be a test. They play uh, Port Huron and, and Marysville. Both are listed at home, and then they would see what they can do in the Jim Weimer tournament. The Marysville game is the first day of that. So let's see how they do in those games. I expect them to maybe be 3-0 and going down to Gross Point South, 2-1 and at worst. And then I want to see what they do against some teams that we know are going to be pretty good. But want to see them take the next step. I think they're going to. It's just, is it going to be a slight step forward, or can they take a massive step forward with now a bunch of girls that you can't say they're they're young anymore. They're a lot of them are juniors. A lot of them are going to be playing uh, in you know their 
50-some, 60 games by the end of the season, and they're going to be a, a, a grizzled veteran team by the end. Yeah, uh, people to keep an eye out for. Um, Eastman, mm-hmm. um, Nichols. I think Kate Nichols played some great games for them last year and showed the most improvement from the from her freshman year to her sophomore year. We know Pearl Porritt likes to shoot the rock. Yeah. Like to see a few more go in because she's got a nice-looking shot. Um, you've also got um, Falco, who yep. – sacrifice scoring. Falco could score more, but she sacrificed scoring to be the person that handled the basketball and made sure it got to the right people, made sure that Jade Friedman got her shots, made sure that the the other girls were were getting their looks. So uh, those are the important. And then obviously Friedman, because Friedman might score 20 points a game this year. She has the ability to, and – who's going to be the supporting cast and some days she won't have it and there will be teams that they're not going to surprise them anymore so when they they get both ramos back too i forgot about them yeah so when they are triple teaming and trying to take away jade freeman who are who's going to be the the teams that or the, the girls that step up and can give them 10 to 15 on a given night well, they, I think they had one senior on their team last year. It was one or two. Zendejas. Yes. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah. So I, I have high expectations for Northern, just like I have high expectations for Marysville. Oh, Marysville's going to be good again. Yes, they are. And here's the thing. I know they lost a lot. Kara Miller's gone. Ava Grant. They had a lot of seniors. But Avery Walters is back. It's her senior season. And they're and going. she was already a beast last year. And she was our player of the year last year. Yeah. And there are going to be players that played limited minutes or weren't a big factor last year that are going to be starters and that are going to be fat big factors this year. They will defend, they will defend, and they will defend, and they can score a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, they can score a little bit. and It's just... It's just what Marysville is. It's how they develop. It's how they take a step. Like, I think both of the Quains could be candidates to be one of those next big players. Um, Eddie Minesburg played some big minutes last year. And I just I just know that someone on the roster you look at that you're not expecting to, to be a, a – big contributor is going to be. I mean, a- that was Ava Grant last year. That yeah. She would go in, and you'd see flashes, and you go, all right, she's a nice piece. She's- and there were some nights she was their number two scorer. A lot of nights she was their number two scorer. Well, I think that's where she improved the most last year was her, her scoring because I did a few games where she scored 15, 17 points, and you're just not expecting that, and then there it is. And she actually made it look kind of easy at times last year. <laughs> right. So they'll they'll have to find somebody to mimic that a little bit, but I, I still think they're going to be solid. They they don't have to score as much as other teams do because they're not going to give up that many points. Like there are a lot of teams in the MAC that they will hold under thirty, and they're going to be battle tested. They're going to they hardly play any teams that are in D two with them. So, and the ones they do are usually pretty good. So this is going to be a Marysville team that's going to be battle-tested and not trying to give up their throne as one of the elites, especially in the D2. Which, by the way, 
The girls' districts are so messed up. (laughs) Since we got to Marysville, I might as well bring this up. Dennis, explain to me how how Marine City and St. Clair aren't in the same district. But it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That to they me. cut it off. And between... I've never known it to be like this before. No. Like I I mean, I guess you could make the same argument that Dakota and Chip Valley are never in the same district and they're two seconds from each other. But it's what? Marysville, St. Clair, Armada, Yale, um, and Lutheran North, I think, are is the district, which is a tough district in Marine City gets paired with Algonac and they're sent south with like Regina and South Lake. Yeah. Um and I'm I'm trying to remember. I think uh Jade's a senior this year for oh, where am I? I'm in Marine City yeah. already. Yeah. Um stick with Marysville. Yeah. We're we're at Marysville. We're going to get down to Marine City, Sorry. but Marysville is going to be ready for that district. Yeah. No, I, I, again, too, and for the girls that are returning, bad taste in the mouth for the way last season ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they let one get away against Warren Fitz. Yeah. There's just, I mean, that's just God's honest truth is they play that, the seven-game series, they probably win in five, and that was the one they lose. Yeah, so they're definitely, not that they're going to look through the se- season, but when they get to that point, it's like we don't like the way last season no. ended, so we're going to make sure that we're a, a regional champ this year. Yes, yeah. But St. Clair is going to want to say something about that. because St. Clair is going to be good. Now, they lose some of their ball handlers. They lose some players that would, would that, that were big-time players for them. But they have some players back that I like. Like Tabitha Furlan, I like Alexa Vick- Vickers, I like Schindler, I like uh, who else was in there? Kamarowski, I yeah, thought Kamarowski's gave some big player. minutes. Uh, they are going to have some players that are very solid. There's a few others I missed, but you know they are going to have one focus, and it's get through the district. Now, last year they beat Marysville like the second or third game of the year. And it almost felt like they went, all right, cool, we did it. And the next few times they played, they weren't super competitive with Marysville. St. Clair's got to find that way to, to build up to the end of the season and, and, and be, a, be a threat to Marysville because do I, would I pick them right now to beat Marysville? No. Do I think they can get there and be a big-time threat to the Vikings and... and try to come out of what is going to be a tough district, I think they can dabble in that. Well, I'm going to let them play the league season first. Right. Because the, the, they'll be tested there, too. I think Marine City will be solid again. The My thing with Marine City is I don't know the depth factor, but their starting five will be as good as anybody's starting five. Yeah, I mean, you, you know they're going to have Jade Blanchard, and she will be one of the best players on the court on any given night. Jocelyn Dietlin is still back there. You have Olivia Volkman. So those three right there are, are going to make uh gonna make life tough. I mean other players, Paige Nelson, Maya Simons, yeah. uh, Brooke Haslam, Haslam are all they lose Sydney Smith, who handled the ball a lot for mm-hmm. them last year. But so you're going to have a solid set of players, but 
Marine City and St. Clair, I, I, from what we hear, maybe Frazier is going to be a threat in the league this year. Um, it's always hard to tell, but I'd like it to go through either St. Clair or Marine City. That'd be nice. Yeah, uh, Frazier overall had a nice season. They they were the third best team in in the gold. Again, remember Marine City and St. Clair went nine and one in the gold, and they split their games against each other. Right. Um. And and both uh, were real good. I mean, St. Clair won sixteen games. Marine City won eighteen games last year. They they had a real good uh, season. Well, Marine City is just they just take care of business against the the teams they're supposed to take care of business against. Yeah. So they're like, really they're really solid, um, and uh, again I, I look at our MAC teams and I see a lot of potential. I see three teams in Marysville, Marine City, and Saint Clair who were good last year and who I think are going to be good again this year. Mm-hmm. And I see a PH team and a Northern team that have nowhere to go but up. Yeah, and and in PH's case, they really they weren't that bad last year. They just they were in the they red. Were, yeah they were a victim of their schedule. And and with Northern, the the potential there there really is a lot. Right, it was setting up for this year and next year. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, the MAC basketball season for our girls. BWAC's going to be pretty good too, and I think I don't know if if I'm ready to say they're going to be the best team, but I think one of the best teams in the area is going to be the Yale Bulldogs, and they might be the front runners in the BWAC. Well, we'll talk about that uh, when we come back from the break. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, and uh, BWAC girls basketball. Uh, interesting, uh, Brady, because, uh, again, you, you got a lot of teams that, that I think will make some movement this year, and the top of the list is, is Yale. Yale was middle of the pack last year, 8-6 um, and six in league. They went 16-10 and 10 overall. They might have the most uh, entertaining or one of the most entertaining players in Sadie Dykstra. Yes. And they're going to have a solid big in bar. Yeah, oh, I think more than a solid big. I think she's go- she's going to be a weapon and those are going to be two that are going to be looking to knock off two of the top dogs which no- North Branch finally ended MLA City's reign of terror after how long was it? Like 4 or 5 straight years of being on top and North Branch was able to Knock them off their pedestal. Well, once uh, once Langeman was gone from Emily City, it at least gave people a chance, <laughs> right? It was <laughs> it was a little more fair last year, but um, I don't know. I just look at the BWAC, and I do think Emily City, and I would assume North Branch will be up there as well. I knew they, I know they lose Gorman. Emily um, City, and they, they lose some. I don't remember exactly how much they bring back. But they're they're going to be in the mix for sure. Yeah. And Armada is uh, going to be solid too. Yes, Armada is a, a – They another, just got to stay healthy. They had a lot of injury problems. Right, another year. very solid team. It's just trying to get uh, – trying to figure out who's going to be on top. I don't think this is going to be a year where someone goes 14-0, 13-1 in the BWAC. Because I think between those four teams, there's going to be a little cannibalization between them. Yeah, and I, and I also like. I like Crosslex. I do. I like the way they play. I don't know what it is. I go and watch them play, and they're a different team than what the rest of their results. You've seen them on their best night. A I, lot. I I always seem to to catch them 
on on a night when when they're really really good. Um, I, I saw them beat Harbor Beach last year early in the season, and it was a really good win. I saw them uh, beat uh, Armada late in the season, and it was a really good uh, win. Um, and you know, in the end, they lost to Yale, but then it was Yale that took out Emily City in the postseason. Yeah, Yale came alive at the end, and maybe it's the recency bias. I mean. Yale was the fourth place team last year. That's it's kind of bold for us to stand here and say, well, Yale's going to be one of the favorites, but I, I just really think they are, and they're going to be right up there with North Branch, Emily City, Armada. I don't know if Croslex or Almont can make the jump up there. I mean, Almont, they, they were right dead nuts in the middle at at 500 in the league last year. And I think they were a senior-laden team. Yeah, and so. Cross-Lex, I know you like them, but I kind of have to see them start winning some game, win those big ones before you can put them up there in that, well, in I'll that just, category. I'll just go do all their games because they always play awesome when I'm there. They, they also had the Harbor Beach. Like, yeah. Come, they were... Harbor Beach almost came back on them, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, the, they missed a three at the buzzer, but it wasn't that close. <laughs> it wasn't. But It was one. She let it go. She's like, yeah, that doesn't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to slowly see some of the, the girls' teams. I mean, I, you'll get to see Cross-Lex go to Northern. That's uh, within the first week. I believe we see Armada in, in the first week in girls' basketball. So we'll have a decent idea of what the BWAC's going to be. Uh, and and what I think it's going to be is I agree with you. I, I don't know that there's a definitive front runner. Now, somebody may surprise us right. and be as good or better than we think. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm still assuming MLA City's going to win at least 10 conference games. Like, I'm assuming they're going to win way more than they lose. I just don't think they have those the level of team they had where it was, all right, pray we keep it within 10 and maybe we can hit a few shots at the end to beat MLA yeah. City. Uh, North Branch lost uh, Gormley, but I still think they bring enough back. that They have athletes. Yeah. They're they gonna, have they're athletes. Good. And the brand of basketball they play, it's not a, a flashy style of basketball. It's sit in the zone. I don't care if you're going to pass it around the arc for 90 seconds. We're going to be disciplined in this zone, and we're going to eventually get bored and throw up a bad shot. And we will beat you 35 to 25, and it'll be boring, and people will ask for a refund. But we will win, and we don't care because that banner up behind us is because we play this style of basketball. Last year at MLA City, they suffocated the Spartans, and it, it just felt like MLA City was trying everything they could, and North Branch just stayed disciplined. And offensively, they're going to have that same discipline. Hey, if it takes us 60 seconds to score, there ain't a shot clock. We're going to take 60 seconds to score, but we're getting a high percentage look. And it works because they went 13-1 in the conference and 20-3 and overall, so they're pretty solid. Yes. And they went out to a good team in the district. Yeah, finals. the Carroll. I as much hate as you, Carroll, but they, they were good. good. They were pretty good, <laughs> and that's why when Yale upset them, that's kind of the reason why we're so high on the Bulldogs for this for this girls' basketball season. Yeah, absolutely. But I think maybe Armada, you're right, Dennis, is a team that we're just 
glossing over a little bit that well, could I know, make some big noise. I, I know they've got I don't want some really good players, and I know that they didn't have everybody every night last year. Like It seemed like they always had two or three people who helped them right. out of their lineup. If they get nights where they're all together, Armada's a really good basketball team. Yeah, it's... I just think that they they're start they're kind of like Northern where they had some really young players that are now going to be juniors that are now going to be in the mix of the upper echelon players in the area and if they can keep them healthy and keep them together maybe Armada is the team that jumps up maybe it's not Yale yeah like uh, our our, our uh, finally got knocked out by uh, or no. Uh, Armada played Kingston early in the season and it went double overtime. Mm-hmm. And Kingston was either a regional finalist or a semifinalist in girls basketball last year. Um, so that's a real good program. So when they had everybody, they played a real good team, tough. And then they got some some injuries and, and some kids out. Uh, and it always seemed to be in a big game when they're playing somebody tough. Right. They, they had people out. They well, had a three-game losing streak there. I, in late January last year, and I know they had two or three starters out. I had forgotten about this. They beat Yale in Yale. Yeah. To end, to end the year. I, so I was looking back that they were playing really well, and they had some nice wins in there. Yeah. So um, I, 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 I'm not predicting Armada's going to win it all, but don't be surprised if they're right in the mix to win it all. I think it'll be a fun girls basketball season because – while it is fun to cover the one dominant team, like when MLA City was on the run, it's like, all right, who's going to be at the same dinner table as them? It's a lot more fun when it's like the Max Silver boys last year where there's three games left and any of four teams could win an outright title. Yeah, you. you I remember we, we had a night going on where the, the four top teams were all playing against e- mm-hmm. each other and the results of those two games meant everything. Yeah, we're going to... D- pretty much decide who is going to win the league and that that was a lot of fun yeah so hopefully the the mat or the BWAC girls can be like that as well Dennis do you have anything else um just reminder I have a basketball game tonight Wednesday the 29th I'm at Northern as they host Utica and you have two hockey games tomorrow right PH and Northern PH plays Grand Blank at six Northern plays St. Clair Shores Unified at eight and then I'll be in Marysville Friday for the Marysville Clintondale game but we'll talk to you before then because we'll have a podcast on Friday talking about well what would be limited action but Get to digest the first week of boys basketball. Yep. All right. That's all I got. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.